0: Yeah, i are going to be speaking on another Bible character today. Um, Thomas, who was a disciple. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Thomas was a disciple. He's known as doubting Thomas. Because, well, yeah, he as well, you know, is which we'll get into. He's only really in one story, which is the one he's famous for in John chapter 20. And right before this story, basically, Jesus has died in John chapter 19. And the disciples were wondering why Jesus had to die. And the morning. His death, and John 20 opens with the resurrection. Good news. But Jesus only reveals himself to a couple of people at first, and he hasn't yet revealed himself to the group of disciples. All together. And that's where we join the story in John 20 19 29. It says, On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked to fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and sides. The disciples were overjoyed from the Lord. Again Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, we breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. If you forgive anyone's sins, the sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. Now Thomas, which known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. He said to them, and I says, see the nail marks in his hands, put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Then Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed to those who have not seen and you have happy So, I just think this is a really good story. Not just for when we're doubting, but that is what it can be. Sometimes we can wonder, is God still good? Is he still here? Is he really with us? Does he really care? Yeah. yeah. But it can also be a helpful story, I think, for when we're going through anything dark, anything difficult that we're struggling with. And I just got three points that I hope can help you whenever you find yourself in those sort of situations. Brilliant. So the first one I have is to stay in the room. You don't have to bear <laughs> with when you Because I mean, it literally i metaphorically. I'm an English graduate. I can't help it. <laughs> like, um, so Thomas wasn't there the first time that Jesus revealed himself to the disciples. And the Bible doesn't say why, but when he does come back and he does um, return to the disciples, he doesn't believe them, even though these are people who with for for three years, he'd you know them better than anyone he knows, he knows, except for his own family, maybe. And he just, he just doesn't believe them. He just says, I, I don't believe what you're saying to me. Um, and he's got a bit of a bad reputation for that, because he did doubt Perhaps find the way he deals with it quite good because there's this progression in verses from 25 to 26 where it says that the other disciples told Thomas, um, "We have seen the Lord," but Thomas basically says, "I won't believe it." Um, and then straight after that, it says in verse 26, it is um, right after this confession of doubt, saying, "I won't believe, can't do it." It says the week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. I just find to idea that even in this place what Thomas was saying that out, I don't believe he didn't abandon yeah. this place that yeah. his race that Jesus' disciples were gathering together. Brilliant. He didn't abandon people. Come on. I think that's something we can learn when we're doing through difficult things is yeah. don't walk out of the room, yeah. stay in the room, stay in church. That's You're right. surrounded by other believers that so strengthen and encourage you in your faith when yeah. you can't do that for yourself. Brilliant. And that's powerful You can stay in the room with Jesus, you can stay by his side. You Training, you and keep reading the Bible, keep worshiping, even when it gets hard, even when sometimes you feel like it's not there. Come on. Um, brilliant. Wow. And it doesn't matter if it's been a while since you've done those things. It doesn't matter if it's been a while since you've been in church. It doesn't matter if you've never prayed, if you've never read the Bible, because Thomas, he was a disciple and he missed it the first time. But there isn't any missing out with Jesus because there's always another yeah. mission we That's right. That's right. Yeah. to be with him. So that's the first point, to in the The second is to just be honest, because that's what Thomas was. He doubted, and his doubt ran pretty deep. And we know that because he didn't believe his friends, first of all. But also what he believes, what he was struggling to believe, was the resurrection of Jesus, which is the central kind of event of the Christian faith. It's the thing that defines our identity as Christians. And in Romans 10.9, Paul says, that this is how you become a Christian, he says, if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you yeah. will be saved. Yeah. It's, it's that simple. It's one verse. It's good news. But this is what Thomas was struggling with. Wow. I think sometimes you can kind of play down what he was struggling with, but he was wrestling with the very heart of his faith. Yeah. And even in that difficult place, though, even though it was almost heretical what he was saying, he didn't hide it. Wow. He was honest about it. He brought it to his friends. He brought it to a place where God was. And I think that's something we can do. Yeah. You know, open up to our friends, yeah. uh, open up to God in prayer, yeah. and say, This is what I'm really thinking. Yeah. This is what I'm really feeling. Here's what's really going on with me. Because wow. when we are honest, it creates a space for Jesus to turn up. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I see in this story. I'm not saying Jesus is going like, to turn up in your room tonight if you ask him to. <laughs> He's going to show you the wounds. <laughs> It's a different situation Thomas actually knew Jesus physically But the pattern of the story is Thomas going I need Jesus to help me believe And then Jesus turns up And that's something we can trust in Because he wants to meet us in our struggles He wants to meet us in the things that we find difficult So good So that's the second point My last point Is just be open to the presence of Jesus Because that's what Thomas needed And I think that's what we need At the end of the day And the amazing thing is God promises it to us I've got these on the screen but Deuteronomy 31.6 says never will I leave you never will I forsake you yeah. Yeah. and then Hebrews 13.5 repeats it in the New Testament just to remind us that it's a promise that still stands for us and the Bible also teaches that if you believe in Jesus and you've got the Holy Spirit dwelling within you which means wherever you are you're at home today if you're in the building Jesus is there with you and he's right here. Whether it's not about feeling it Jesus is here with us That's right. but sometimes we're not aware of it or we're not open to it and what amazes me about Thomas is that he was, even when he doubted. Because those words, I think it's in verse twenty nine, he says, I want to see the nail marks, I want to see the wounds. there are words of doubt, yeah, but there are also words of just crying out for Jesus' presence, saying I want Jesus to be here now with yeah. me. And Jesus sets out at the very end of this um the kind of ideal, he says, It's better to believe without seeing. Mm. And it's true it is. But in this story, we see Thomas fall short of that, but Jesus didn't abandon him just because he fell short. Yeah. And we all fall short. We think things, feel things, we do things that we wish we had. Yeah. The great thing is that just like Thomas, God doesn't forsake us when we do. Yeah. God doesn't want power us. God pumps back each and every one of us. Wow. Every Come time. On. Come on. We just need to be open to it yeah. and let his presence in because... He wants to be present in your life, and you are not forgotten, you are not forsaken. And his presence can change everything, wherever you go, whether it's doubt, whether it's something else difficult, God can change everything, because in verse 28, as soon as Jesus arrives, Thomas responds and says, my Lord and my God. Because he believes again, because he was open to the presence of Jesus. It's incredible. And that's what Jesus can do, he can change doubt into belief. Yeah. God, God can do that. You go into to fear into faith, mourning into dancing, yeah. Come on. sorrow into joy. He yeah. Yeah. can bring beauty to matches. So wow. Cool.